0: Good morning. Man, I'm glad you came to church this morning. Well, isn't it good to be together and just have this experience where we get to just lift up the name of Jesus Christ and open our hearts and minds to the work of the Holy Spirit so that we can boldly step into the call that Jesus has on our life. Look, we are preaching Jesus today. And we're going to continue to talk about who we are as a church. But I don't just mean who we are as a church organizationally. I mean who we are as a church as the body of Christ. And so we're going to continue today uh, talking about being purposefully missional. Pur- purposefully missional. And out of all of the scriptures that point us to that, I think Acts chapter 1, verse 8, the words of Jesus himself gives us one of the best calls that god has on our life so let's continue in our worship today as we read the uh, the word of god together take your bibles out turn to the book of acts we're going to look at chapter 1 verse 8 and hey if you don't have a bible there's one that's provided for you there right under that Uh, Chair in front of you. Let me invite you to pull that out. Let me also uh, just let you know if this is your first time with us, man, thanks for coming. You are among friends today, uh, and we are really, really glad that you are here with us today and we'll love to have you back anytime, all right? My name is Corey. I'm one of the pastors. If I haven't had the chance to meet you yet, I'm going to be hanging around uh, outside after the service is over. I'd love to just shake your hand and learn your name this morning. All right, let's look at Acts. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 this may be a very familiar verse to you if you've been around new work fellowship maybe if you've grown up in church this is one of those that you're like yep i got it acts chapter 1 verse 8 says this but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in jerusalem throughout judea in samaria and to the ends of the earth now let me ask you a question who's speaking here you you know because you've got the red letter bible don't you right who's speaking here jesus these are the words of jesus recorded by luke the the gentile doctor uh who was a close associate of the apostle paul who was very detailed in his writing if you read through the gospel of luke you're going to see this very detailed account of the life of jesus christ and he continues uh, as he's writing under the inspiration of the holy spirit the book of acts and he's bringing us right to what he's recording as the very last words of jesus to his disciples Don't you think the very last words of Jesus to his disciples would be pretty important? And look at what he's saying. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in jerusalem throughout judea in samaria and to the ends of the earth and the reason that I, I i think this is probably familiar to you is because this is a very common passage of scripture that is used to structure the missional approach to the church this is this is the missional structure that we use here at new work fellowship as a matter of fact if you go to the next steps area on your way out you can pick up this pamphlet at the top it's says missions know grow and go and if you open it up to the inside and you look on the inside you're going to see this is how we structure our missions we have got uh hopkinsville which is our jerusalem the united states which is our judea europe which is our samaria and africa haiti asia south america and beyond which is our to the ends of the earth right but here's what i want us to do this morning I want us to look at this passage of scripture and take this just from being something that is written on a page or written in a pamphlet and allow God to write his word on our hearts. See, until we personalize Acts chapter 1, verse 8, all it is is a good idea. All it is is a missional, organizational structure and until we as individual believers personalize it and allow God to write those words on our heart to hear Jesus personally calling us into this purpose for our lives it's just going to be a good idea so I want us to walk very slowly with Jesus at our side through this passage of scripture this morning And I want us to listen to what he's teaching us and what he's telling us, all right? So let's look at the very first part, because I think the very first thing that we see here is that as a believer, who's Jesus talking to? He's talking to believers. He's talking to his followers. He's talking to disciples. So as a Christian, someone who has put their faith in Jesus Christ, the first thing that we see is that as a believer, you have a purpose, As a believer, you have a purpose, but you will receive power. He's starting right here talking about our purpose. Now, here's the thing. Um, When it comes to our purpose in life, do you know what your purpose in life is? Well, here's the deal. As Christians, we believe we are not the ones that decide on our purpose. Did you know that? We don't decide what our purpose is. Because God gave us our purpose. God had an intended purpose for our lives long before we were even born. Long before, as Scripture says, He knit you together in your mother's womb. He had a purpose for our life. And He is the one that decides that purpose. What our job is as believers is to discover that purpose. We don't decide it, we discover it. And what a process of discovery that is, right? But what Jesus is telling us here is what our purpose actually is and the first thing that we see is that he says but you will receive power look I need you to understand this you have been given a powerful purpose by Jesus Christ you have been given a powerful purpose now let me ask you do you feel like a powerful person Do you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I am a powerful person? No, we don't. And if we do, really, I mean, honestly, we're trying to compensate, right? I mean, we're trying to talk ourselves into it. So many of us, we don't feel like powerful people. And it's because god did not create you for the purpose of being a powerful purpose he created you for the purpose of stepping into a powerful purpose the power that we have in this world only comes in christ look i think there's actually i think we needed to talk about it biblically i mean there's biblically speaking there are two powers at work in this world right Now, the one we're going to lean into today, the one that we're going to focus on today, the one that we're going to allow to change our hearts and our minds and our lives today is the very power of God Himself. You have a heavenly Father that loves you, that created you. He created the heavens and the earth and everything in it. And he sent his son to die on a cross for you, be buried in a grave. And the power of the resurrection is the power that God wants you to step into to be forgiven of all of your sins. Let me tell you something. When you are are living within that powerful purpose, how much power is that? More than you could possibly imagine. So when you are in Christ, you are given a powerful purpose purpose but biblically speaking there's another power at work in this world right i mean we know that god the father god the son and god the spirit are real they are a reality and there is an unimaginable power there but there's another power that's at work in this world biblically speaking we have an enemy don't we and let's not beat around the bush his name is satan and let's just drag that truth into the light because a lot of times we don't understand that there are two purposes that go along with those powers, right? What did Jesus say was the reason that he came? What kind of life does he want you to experience? Life abundant. Life in him. A life of forgiveness. A life of grace. And a life of purpose. What is the purpose of Satan? What does he come to do? You know. To steal to kill and to destroy and sometimes he does that violently and sometimes he does that as subtly as a whisper think back to the last week in your life just think back to the days that you've been walking through how are you doing what are your days like? Ask yourself this question What is the controlling reality in your life right now? What is the controlling reality in your life right now? now some of you, you're thinking about how you felt, right? And probably the first word that comes to your mind is tired. But then out of that fatigue, how do, how do you feel? You know, a lot of times, some of us that are, that are more feeling-oriented, that's kind of what we think about first. We think about how we feel. But, but if, if that's the way you think first, then what are you allowing God to do with those feelings? What is it that you have attached to those feelings and even though you feel those things and those things are very real Are you allowing god to work in the midst of that because he's right there and his power is right there in Your presence. Maybe you just are wired to in a way where you don't think about feelings initially You think about what you're doing Right. How how have my days gone Well, I did this and I did that and I did this and I did that well are you are you doing the things that Uh, That you've been given to do in your life as if you are doing them unto the lord As if what you are doing matters to god and you are doing it uh, uh, According to his purposes for your life. Look i'm telling you right now. You've been given a powerful purpose And it should absolutely saturate everything you do and every way you feel Not so that you can be perfect but so that you can be perfected right perfected in christ what's the controlling reality of your life right now what is it that you're dealing with are you stepping boldly into the power of god and seeing his blessing in your life or are you just facing the resistance of your enemy because when you get serious about one you will experience the other But not only does Jesus tell us and show us that we've been given a powerful purpose, he shows us where that purpose comes from. Let's continue to read. But you will receive power when? You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Look, you've been given a powerful purpose, but your godly purpose is only received from the Holy Spirit himself only place that you find this powerful purpose is within the work of the Holy Spirit the filling of the Holy Spirit in your life when the Holy Spirit comes upon you when you take a step into faith if you haven't done that this morning this is what I'm talking about if you sense the Lord speaking to you and showing you that you are separated from him by sin that you're a sinner and that the only way that you can be forgiven of your sins is by following Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, listen, if that's the reality that you're in right now, if that's what you're wrestling with right now, let me encourage you. Step into faith. Step into faith in Christ today. Become a believer. Ask Him for the forgiveness of your sins. Look, there's no magic prayer. Just talk to the Lord. He hears you. He's there. He's listening. Ask him for the forgiveness of your sins. Just tell him, I'm going to follow Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior for the rest of my life. Look, when you do that, at that moment, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. God saves you, God forgives you, God fills you, and then you realize as you continue to grow in the Spirit that He has done two things in your life. The first is that He has gifted you. Everyone who is a believer is gifted with gifts by the Holy Spirit, and we love that, right? I mean, this is like, as Christians, this is kind of like what we feel like are our superpowers, right? But it doesn't stop there, because you got to know how to use those gifts. And even though we are Each individually gift by the gifted by the holy spirit all of those gifts point to one thing when we grow in christ we will bear the same fruit galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23 tells us that no matter how we're gifted that we all should grow in the fruit of the spirit and it will show up as these things love joy peace patience kindness Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you want to know if you're stepping into your giftedness and growing in Christ? Look at your life and ask yourself, are these things bearing fruit in my life? And let me tell you something. When you think about that, think about a church that's described by the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What is it like for somebody who is an unbeliever to step into a church like that? wonderful it's amazing so understand that when jesus is speaking in acts chapter 1 verse 8 that he's talking about this very powerful purpose that has been given to us only through the holy spirit himself so what is this purpose what is what is What is your purpose i mean that's really kind of what it comes down to we've got a pretty good description here of of what that purpose looks like but what is your purpose and then when we go on and we keep reading here in the second part of chapter 1 verse 8 you'll see that he starts to get into this so back at the beginning he says but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me Everywhere, What is your purpose? The first thing that Jesus talks about is that your purpose is to be. It's to be. How many of us, when we think about the purpose of our life, immediately jump to it's something that we're to do? Well, I need to be doing this or I need to be doing that. Yes, there's, there's something that God wants you to do. But he wants you to be more like Christ and to grow in that. You will be my witnesses, right? You know, it's very important to understand that God calls you to be like Christ before he calls you to do anything. Because what happens to us when we jump straight to the doing and we don't grow in the being? I know what happens in my life i can be one of the best pharisees you've ever met in your life i can follow the rules i can make up rules i can make sure i'm following them i can make sure you're following them i mean let's just be honest how many of us as christians how many of us as believers can kind of look back and we can say well i'm doing all the things i'm going to church i'm i'm reading my bible i'm you know i'm going to small group i'm i I even went and, and i served but man i can really be a jerk right You see, being is just as important, or I think even more important, than doing. Because what we communicate about Christ, as we are doing the things that He's called us to do, that's what communicates the gospel to people. So, understand that your purpose is to be, you will be, my witnesses, but our purpose is to be on mission your purpose is to be on mission what is it that he says and you will be my witnesses what is a witness it's someone who's experienced something and they're telling about that experience look uh, do you want to know how to share the love of jesus with somebody else does that kind of freak you out when, when we think about that and when we talk about that all you have to do is talk about what god has done in your life all you have to do is be a witness For Jesus Christ and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere you are to be on mission this is the action part of the call that Jesus has for our lives it is good for us to know Christ it is good for us to grow in Christ but if we never go as the body of christ if we don't personalize acts chapter 1 verse 8 you can know a ton of information you can grow in your knowledge but if you never go well we just rot and let's not do that so let's personalize it so what's your purpose it's to be on mission well then that means that you can be purposefully missional by personalizing acts chapter 1 verse 8 you can be purposefully missional by personalizing acts chapter 1 verse 8 and here's how i want us to think about it who is it that we said is speaking at the very beginning of of uh this time together this morning who who is it jesus right i'm so glad you know his name jesus is the one that is speaking here and look in order for us to personalize it we've got to picture Jesus standing here right now speaking to all of us in other words when you hear this passage of scripture read you should have this response kind of like if Jesus were actually standing right here right now saying this to the crowd and then he looks directly at you have you ever kind of had that that response you kind of who me that's kind of the response that we should have to acts chapter 1 verse 8 who who me and then jesus looks at you and he says yeah you who me (laughs) yeah you don't you love it when jesus interrupts your life i mean how many of us this morning we just were like we're just man we're going through the sunday thing we get up we get ready we get in the car we come to church we worship, we go to a small group, we go to one of the 26 Mexican restaurants in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. We enjoy our lunch, we take a nap, we figure out what we're going to do for tonight around the Super Bowl. I mean, and then all of a sudden, Jesus is standing here saying to you, Yeah, you. How do you respond? Well, let's do something this morning. When you came in this morning, did you get one of these cards? I want us to personalize Acts chapter one verse eight today. Okay, if you got it, let me kind of kind of see it. You may have it on your phone. It's going to be on the screen here as well. But what I want us to do is I want us to, I'm want to. i going to read Acts chapter 1, verse 8. I don't want you to listen to it like, I mean, as much as you can, don't listen to it like I am saying this to you. Listen to this as if Jesus is, Jesus is saying these words to you, okay? And then if we were standing in the presence of Jesus himself, how would we respond? So I'm going to read Acts 1, 8. And if you flip it over on the back, we've just got a little response that we're going to go through here. And here's what we're going to do. Because I know this is kind of hard for us sometimes to do this as a group I'm going to read the line and then you repeat it after me. All right, but you got to do it with some chutzpah Okay I mean you're like what what is that? We'll, Well, you'll figure it out here in just a second. Okay, so let's do it everybody stand up Stand up and then listen acts chapter 1 verse 8 listen and imagine jesus is standing in front of you and he is saying but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in jerusalem throughout judea and samaria and to the ends of his earth and repeat after me i am empowered by the holy spirit hey don't tell the first service but you guys are awesome Let's do it again. Y'all caught me by surprise right there. You did that with some chutzpah. I am empowered by the Holy Spirit. I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I am a witness who tells people about Christ, my family, my friends, and anyone else the Lord sends me to, wherever they may be, Lord, here I am. Let's go. All right, that was awesome. You want to do it again? Because I think we can do it a little better because chutzpah does not mean read like a robot, right? I mean, that's not what that means. It means let's, let's have some unction. Let's, let's do it like we're talking to Jesus. Let's do it like it means something. Let's allow God to write this on our hearts. I am empowered by the Holy Spirit. I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I am a witness who tells people about Christ, my family, my friends, and anyone else the Lord sends me to, wherever they may be. Lord, here I am. Let's go. Now, y'all don't run through a wall, okay? I mean, we've got doors in the back. You can be seated. But I want to ask you something. As you're saying that, as you're listening to those words, who did the Lord bring to mind to you who did you think about was it a person was it a people what is the place that you're supposed to go you see that little blank right down there underneath that write that down right there who did the Lord bring to mind write it down Because when we personalize this, God always follows that purpose with people. Someone he's calling us to. And if we personalize Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it's going to be anybody. My family, my friends, anyone else the Lord sends me to, wherever they may be, Lord, here I am. Let's go. Now, let me ask you a question What's going to hold you back? What's going to keep you from doing it? What's going to be the resistance that you face from that other very real power at work in this world? What is it? Pride? Anger? Division? Fear? Apathy? Disconnection? Look, don't let the enemy keep you from the adventure of being purposefully missional would you like a little adventure in your life don't let anything keep you from stepping into the powerful purpose that god has for your life from following the holy spirit from growing in christ and going as the body of christ look adventure what is it the adventure of being purposefully missional exists at the intersection of excitement and uncertainty It exists at the intersection of excitement and uncertainty. So embrace the excitement and trust God in the uncertainty. Let's go. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the opportunity that we have to worship you this morning to lift up the name of your son, Jesus Christ but also to see that your word is alive and active and it is writing on our hearts your purpose for our lives. So God, we pray for those that came to mind this morning. We pray for those that you laid on our hearts this morning that may have caused tears even to come up in our eyes. God, we pray that you would continue to make that path clear to the call that you have on us stepping in to their situation, stepping into their life, and not allowing anything that the enemy would have to come against us, to keep us from following you. Lord, we pray that if there's anybody here today that, that doesn't know you, that today would be that day of salvation where they call out for the forgiveness of their sins and they step boldly into that forgiveness and into the purpose that you've given them in Christ. God, we pray that today would be a day of salvation. All these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, as we continue to worship, And we respond this morning. This altar is open. Is there something that's holding you back from the purpose that God has in your life? Would you just want to come and pray about that and give that to the Lord? Look, let's just call it what it is. It's sin if it's holding you back. From the purpose that God has for your life Come and confess it Lay it down and leave it right here Is there a person that God has on your heart He's put on your mind That you grieve the fact that they don't know Jesus Christ Or you grieve the fact That the enemy is just having a win In their life today Would you come pray for that person today Would you leave it here at the altar And then step into the purpose that God has for your life Are you struggling today Would you come and would you just pray, let's not wait, let's respond to the Lord according to what he's doing in this place today. Let's all stand and follow him.